the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is pre-recorded. This is Simply for Women, a place for that mom who knows the chaos of life, the daughter who faces the challenges of the day, and for those women who want to deepen their faith. God invites us to take Him off our to-do list and to simply be, to simply be with Him. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and not necessarily those of Salem Media Group, staff, management, or advertisers. Now here's your host, Jennifer Jackson. Hi, I simply want to be with you, and I simply want to be with God. And I know that together, that's what we're doing. That's what you and I are doing today. We are spending time together, and we're spending time with God because His presence is wonderful, isn't it? Just spending time with God, there's healing, there's hope, there's encouragement, there's life. And I want all of that for you. I want so much goodness for you on the previous show we were talking about intercession and what is intercession intercession is when we go before God on behalf of someone that's hurting and suffering or even a people group or even a city or an anyone that's far from God and we begin to pray and say God God have mercy and that's intercession and it's a great way it's a great way to enter into that fellowship with God is as you begin to intercede for others I was talking to my mom and dad and uh, they prayed through all of the the Indian tribes in the United States recently. So there's still many, many, many uh, tribes, and they prayed for them name by name, one by one, location by location, all across the U.S. Just prayed for God's uh, spirit to be poured out on their lives, his his uh, help and his love. And I'm like, wow, Mom, that's pretty cool. And she said, well, now they've moved on, and they're praying for all the countries in Africa. So every day they choose a country and they pray they pray for a different country in Africa. They're truly, they stand in that gap. They stand in that place before God for another group and begin to ask God to move in their lives, to pour out his spirit, to to show them his love, to provide for them, to that their eyes would be open to see the cross, that their eyes would be open to see Jesus. And they intercede. And, you know, that's what Moses did on behalf of the Israelites. That's what Abraham, he he did for Sodom and Gomorrah. It it kind of went south there, but he he truly believed Abraham was uh, interceding for them. And so, you know, Daniel, Daniel was an intercessor, intercessor. We think about so many in the Bible were just great intercessors, weren't they? And I loved that verse in Ezekiel that Ezekiel 22, he says, I looked for someone who would stand in the gap on behalf of the land so that the Lord would not have to destroy it. Oh, someone to pray for America, right? Who is praying for America? So that that is us. That's me. That's you. We want to stand and pray for our nation and for what other group that God shows you. That's intercession. So that's one of the ways that we enter into the presence of God. So ask God to show you today. Ask him. I love to pray for Kenya. You know that that's where my heart is. And one of the places, one of the many, I play for, pray for the west side of Columbus. I pray for the church next door. I I pray for our policemen. I pray for America. You know, God puts different things on your heart at different times. So I don't know what that is today, but enter his presence and begin praying. Um, 
you know, supplication, it's a cry for mercy. It says in Zechariah twelve ten to 14, this is the message version. It's a it's a paraphrase. I, I just enjoyed it today. I thought I would give it to you. It says, I'll pour out a spirit of grace and prayer over them. Then they'll be able to recognize me as the one they grievously wounded and they'll weep. Oh, how they'll weep. You know, there's something about petitioning God, going to God, praying, interceding on behalf of our person or a nation. But sometimes it makes us weep, doesn't it? Because we know we desperately, God, we need your mercy. We need your grace poured out on America, poured out on our families, poured out on our lives. But God wants to do that. He wants us to come boldly before his throne. He wants us to ask for things boldly in his name. Hebrews 4.16 says, Therefore let us come boldly to the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. So who doesn't get mercy or grace? Who? Only those that don't come. So if you need mercy or grace today or someone you love needs mercy or grace today or some people group that you have on your heart needs mercy or grace. Go to God, go to God, go to him boldly, go before his throne and begin to ask. Oh, there's another way. You might not have thought of this. It's another way to enter God's presence and to engage in prayer, engage in talking to God. And that is a command. You may not have thought of this, but I I think of several verses. um, And one is James four, seven. James says, Resist the devil and he will flee. If you go to James 4, 6, a little bit before that, he says, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Come near to God and he will come near to you. And then it says, resist the devil and he will flee. And so there's something about, you know, you may be in a a, a situation. You may be in a place where you need to say, I'm going to just command that old devil to leave me alone. Because he likes to harass us, doesn't he? And the enemy tries to harass us or, or bother us, discourage you, cause you to be uh, down and out. And, and you may just need to say, uh-uh, no, no, no. I, I'm, I'm going to stand on James 4, 7 today and command you just to go. Just get on out. Discouragement, you have to go in Jesus' name. Or anger, you have to go in Jesus' name. I will not. I will not cave to that. I like uh, Joshua because Joshua, he spoke to God and all of Israel, Joshua 10, 12, and the whole nation of Israel was listening. And Joshua said, stop sun over Gibeon, halt moon over the Ayalon Valley. And the sun stopped and the moon stood still until Joshua defeated his enemies. Isn't that a great verse? Joshua He said, this is the way it's going to be. And it says that he spoke it to God and Israel was listening. And so he said, sun, you stop and moon, you stop. And they were in a battle, weren't they? And sometimes you're in a battle and you just need to begin to speak aloud the goodness of God as almost as a command. God is with us. God is faithful. He is over our lives. He's protecting our family. He is good to me. He is. He loves me. Just begin to command the things of God. Uh, out loud (laughs) with your mouth. You know, I remember one time at the church next door, that's our church. It's on the West side of Columbus and in Ohio. And we, we just love our church. It's, it's my happy place. And one, one year we were hosting an Easter egg hunt for the young children of our community. And not only did they get eggs and candy, but we, we shared with them the message of God, the hope of Jesus, the gospel message. And they, they got to learn about, uh, 
learn about the cross and Easter and the resurrection. And anyway, it was an egg hunt. And we had worked so hard toward this event, and it looked like rain. I mean, it looked like a huge thunderstorm was coming. And interesting, our church, we have like 34 acres, and you could just see all around the outline of the property, big, heavy rain clouds. And I remember our team gathering together and praying. We, we were almost commanding that rain to be held back. And, and all the guests were pulling in the parking lot and pulling in the driveways and hunting eggs and eating and Easter candy and having just a great time. And we had a worship band going. We had, we had all sorts of things going and, one of our uh, staff members had gone down to the BP gas station right near the church to get some extra ice. So we had ice for the drinks or something like that. And when I just never forget when he came back to the, to the property, he came running up to me and he said, Jennifer, you're never going to believe this. He said, it's raining at BP (laughs) and it was dry over our 34 acres and the sun was shining over our 34 acres, but it was definitely raining literally not even a mile uh, down at BP gas station. And so I think about that. I think how those prayers of God's people and the prayers of his people held back that storm that day. And I think by the time the last trash can was put away and the last candy wrapper and all, everything was put back in the box. I mean, the heavens poured and it rained and rained and rained. But but we, we were able to accomplish what God had set out for us to do that day. So some, I don't know what's going on in your life. Sometimes just get a bold faith and you just begin to, to command the good things of God uh, to happen in your life and just resist that old old devil because he can sure prowl around like a roaring lion and try to devour you or your life and He doesn't get to do that because God is greater. God is bigger and he's the one in charge of your life. So, so give him praise today. Another way that we can enter into the presence of God is, is to pray together in unity. I, you know, when we lived in Israel, we lived right around the corner from the upper room, from the upper room. How cool is that? We were just a very short walk from the upper room and we would go there quite frequently and pray and just go tool around and check out the upper room. It was really neat. And I like this verse in Acts 1 because it talks about the apostles and they, they've returned to Jerusalem and, and they're a Sabbath day walk from the city. And it says when they arrived, they went upstairs to the room where they were staying. And then it, I just love the Bible, don't you? It lists off who they were. It says those present that day were Peter, John, James, Andrew, Philip, Thomas, Bartholomew, Matthew, James, son of Alphaeus, Simon, the zealot and Judas, son of James. I love that. I'm going to pause right there because that's how personal the Bible is. It calls us by name. It called them by name. You know, I, I was thinking about our staff and I thought, well, you know, if you were writing this today, you might say, and, and they all joined together in unity. And there was Sam and there was Addie and there was Lisa and there was Pam and there was Jennifer and there was Doyle and there was Elaine and, and there was Dan. And, you know, that that's how God sees it. You know, what if he you know, what if they were writing about, you know, the word right here, 880, you know, and there was Carolyn and there was Bruce and there was Alan and there was Pam and there was Carol and there was Anne Ray. Right. Our names. It's important to God. And anyway, they gathered together in unity and they prayed in the upper room. And then this is what it says. They joined constantly in prayer along with the women, 
Mary, the mother of Jesus, and along with the brothers. And they continued in one accord in prayer and in supplication. I love it. I love it. Don't doubt. Don't doubt the power of gathering together in unity with your Christian brothers and sisters and praying for great things. That's what the early church did. They, they went up to the upper room. So gather together, pray for your families, pray for your city together in unity. God, well, we will see God move as we do that. Be encouraged. Oh, what are some other ones? What about dedication? When we dedicate our God, when we set apart time, dedicate time to God, get it, dedicate a spot. I don't know about you. I've got a chair with a little ottoman and a, and a time and a place to set aside uh, being with God. Well, you are listening to Simply for Women. I'm Jennifer Jackson. I want you to pray first. I want you to ask questions later. I want you to spend time with the Lord in his presence. He loves you. He cares about you. He sees everything you're doing. He knows the cry of your heart, and he wants to answer you. He wants to be with you. Let, let's say a quick prayer. God, I thank you for today. I thank you for one another, that you are with us, that you love us, that you hear us when we cry aloud to you. Be with us today. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, I'm Jennifer, and you are listening to Simply for Women. Stay with us because the show is not over yet. We just have a short break. Very quick break, and we'll be right back. You are listening to Simply for Women. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. 